Today being June 19th, 2023, we are celebrating what is known as Juneteenth. It is on June 19th, 1865, that enslaved African-Americans that were in Texas were told that they were free. A century and a half later, people all across these United States continue to celebrate this day, which has now been made a federal holiday. Yet, many are unaware as well as unsure what Juneteenth is all about. Let's talk about it. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, and you are listening to the Stay Focused Radio Show. Great day and welcome to the Stay Focused Radio Show where we are connecting faith to life. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. And today we are going to come from John chapter 8, beginning at verse 31. And the word of the Lord says, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, You shall be made free? Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. And verse 36 of John chapter 8 says, If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. And so today, as we acknowledge um, the, the establishing and the observance of um, uh, Juneteenth Independence Day, um, which is now being observed, as I said before, as a federal holiday all across the United States of America, I want to just help us keep focus that true freedom only comes when we accept the Lord Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior. Albeit true that for many African-Americans in this country, 
Juneteenth is being celebrated as it is being acknowledged as a day that commemorates and acknowledges one of the many stains of our history, our country's past. Yet, we cannot only focus on what has happened in that respect without understanding that it was the God that we serve that even brought that about. And although the Lord allowed and 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 brought those in bondage out, yet there is still an epidemic of slavery in the world. There's an epidemic of slavery in this country. And the epidemic of slavery that I'm speaking of is the epidemic of slavery to sin. Here in John 8, it clearly says that um, in verse 34, that whosoever commits sin is the servant of sin. And if we really had to define um, what sin is, sin is anything that we do that does not please the Father. Anything that does not glorify Him, it is sin. Anything that we do, uh, uh, knowingly do, let me go ahead and add that in there too. Anything that we knowingly do is a sin. You know to pray and you don't pray. Prayerlessness is a sin. You know to forgive and don't forgive. Unforgiveness is a sin. And so once we come into the knowledge of these things, we are ever more so, even more so held accountable for doing what is right. Although ignorance does not justify (laughs) remaining in bondage. And so uh, 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 the Bible declares that while we were yet in sin, Christ died for the ungodly, meaning while we were doing our own thing while we were being born and shaped in iniquity. Christ still came for us before even hearing the gospel, before even reading the word. Christ did what he did for us all. Right. And because of that, we should take heed and, and acknowledge that since Christ came to set us free, freedom has been made available. And so since freedom has been made available, make the conscious decision, the quality decision to be free. Again, the word of the Lord says in verse 36 of John chapter eight, if the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Amen. Okay, we'll be right back uh, to continue our discussion today about Juneteenth. Uh, bef- but before that, we're going to uh, hear a song, uh, a version, a rendition of what is known as the Negro National Anthem, also known as Lift Every Voice and Sing. This rendition is by uh, my dear brother and friend, Kirk Franklin. Here it is.
Interested in promoting your church, business, or book during our show? Simply call us today at 330-362-8733. Again, that's 330 Focused. looking for assistance. 
Just hit my line and you'll be fine. This is Angel Williams, and you are listening to the Stay Focused Radio Show with Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. Mother, mother, 
thinks we're at home Oh, but who would they to judge us Simply cause our hair is long Don't punish me with brutality Come on, talk to me You can see what's going on Yeah, what's going on Tell me what's going on I'll tell you what's going on Right, right on, right on Welcome back, everyone, to the Stay Focused Radio Show. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. And as we continue our discussion um, concerning Juneteenth, uh, Independence Day, or um, Emancipation Day, um, I've had a lot of people ask me, well, what is it all about? And so today's uh, broadcast episode is targeted to give as much clarity about the day itself. If, if I'm making myself clear, I don't want to y'all, you all that know me know I can't stand politics. And so I can't stand when something that is good gets hijacked by politicians. And so I'm just going to leave that right there. But just to keep everything uh, neutral from the politics of it all. Um, uh, the reason why we do have Juneteenth, uh, which is short for June 19th. Um, don't ask me how they came up with that. I asked myself the same question. Um, but the reason why that is, is because, um, I believe it was January 1st, 1863, um, when the Emancipation Proclamation went into effect, um, the Emancipation Proclamation indeed did promise freedom to, um, I believe 3.5 million African-Americans that were enslaved in Confederate states. Um, the proclamation, however, was not enforceable until those Confederate states came under Union control. And so as the Union army marched across the South, many slave owners uh, fled with their slaves to Texas. The reason why they did this, they did it to maintain their slaveholding status. But by 1865, the unslaved population in Texas had increased by nearly 100,000, uh, bringing their total to 250,000 uh, um, um, 
purported to be one of the largest at the time, since many of the other slaveholding states had already been emancipated. Um, and being that many enslaved African-Americans in 1865 heard rumors of the um, uh, 1863 Emancipation Proclamation, but without union enforcement, that proclamation was merely just a promise on a piece of parchment paper. Um, in fact, the promise and enforcement became real when uh, it was General Gordon Granger, um, which arrived in Galveston, Texas, with nearly 2000 Union troops on June the 18th in 1865. And then on the following day, June 19th, uh, from the balcony um, in one of the villas there, uh, Granger read General Order Number 3 that officially ended slavery in the area. And it would be another six months before the 13th Amendment, which ended slavery throughout the entire country, would be ratified. Um, and that was ratified on December the 6th in 1865. And so um, I guess plain and simple, the Emancipation Proclamation went into effect or was was made um, ending slavery. Yet when the announcement of slavery was made, the information was not uh, disseminated all at once. And even if it was disseminated all at once, those that heard it, as you heard me say, didn't agree with it. So they ran. And so although there were some slaves or uh, there were the news, per se, of slavery ending, um, even after the Emancipation Proclamation, there were still people uh, that were enslaved. And so while Juneteenth is a day signifying freedom for um, African-Americans due to the legal abolition of slavery um, here in this country, true freedom for African-Americans uh, really has never been truly or fully realized in this country. And that's my personal opinion. Um, if the last several years um, has shown us anything, it really has shown us that freedom is indeed worth fighting for. Um, and we that are believers, we know that we fight for things in the spirit. We fight for things by prayer. We fight for things being led of the Lord. And I have to say being led of the Lord because there are some things that God would not tell us to do when it risks um, the developmental of our spiritual um, uh, 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 or, or the righteousness of God when that is extinct. Um, and so here we are today. In 2023, um, and we are literally looking at things similar to uh, what was it, uh, 150 something plus years ago. Um, you know, when the country, our country, was in great turmoil and really divided <laughs> um, over the fate of the Union and the ending of slavery, um, our country is again currently in great turmoil and is divided about the state of our Union. Um, and it, it's more so divided um, pertaining to the equity and equality uh, for all Americans, whether they be African-American, Asian-Americans, all Americans. Um, and so we are in a struggle of how all of us, regardless of race, can truly live free in these United States, free from discrimination, free from violence, free from economic deprivation and free and be healed from trauma, right? 
So we're going to take a break right now. I want you to listen to this song entitled Young Man Woes by my dear friend and brother J.D. Jones. Here it is. I ain't looking for no trouble. But trouble keeps looking for me. I ain't looking for the struggle. Oh, nah. But it won't let me be just a young man trying to do right in the sea of adversity. Yeah. I'm gonna fly into the sunlight, but the dark won't let me be. Mind-blowing, riveting, empowering. Encounter the life-changing presence of God through developing a lifestyle of prayer with your copy of Back to the Altar, enthroned in the power of prayer by Edmund C. Brown. You'll be empowered to authentically and effectively speak life into dead situations by proper understanding of the Word of God. Own it today. Available at Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Amazon.com or visit edmundcbrown.org. Hey, I'm Pastor Shannon Williams from Finish Line Christian Center. You are listening to the Stay Focused Radio Program with Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. When life is hard and you need a place to run, for healing, for connection, for hope, 
Finish Line Christian Center is ready and waiting with open arms to help. Located in Mount Holly, we are a real church for real people, preaching and teaching the extraordinary gospel of Jesus Christ with ministries designed for all ages and backgrounds that will feed your faith. Find your new family at Finish Line Christian Center. Learn more at flcconline.com. One day you will know my worth See every day I pray I make it home Racial disparities are so far gone Don't take life for granted It's no coincidence we still standing up But we gotta keep the fight Till the USA make it right Till them boys in blue see the light This from George Floyd, this from Mike Brown No, I can't be stopped, I will not pipe down we need a change now I fit the description But I'm not guilty, y'all got to feel me I fit the description oh, I'm not guilty, please do not kill me I fit the description Please listen to my alibi Description This ain't how a man should die Must be dreaming. Same shit, different day, they must be scheming. Everything is not what it be seeming. Oh, give me something to believe in. So let's rewrite the story. No more giving prejudice the glory. It shouldn't matter if I'm black or blue. I got my hands up, don't shoot. They say equality is free. But how can I be free if I can't breathe? No, I don't wanna pay the price. Not if I gotta pay with my life oh, I the description uh, I'm not guilty, y'all got to feel me I fit the yeah. description I'm not guilty, please do not kill me I fit the description Please listen to my alibi Description Cause this ain't how a man should die Tell me exactly what happened. 
And now for your midday momentum. We live in a world where things are constantly changing. But I'm so glad I serve a God that is faithful. And that's real love to me. Say seasons. Winter, spring. That's real love. Cause 
consistent love so true God you would never we love you God Welcome back, everyone, to the Stay Focused Radio Show, where we are connecting faith to life. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. Um, As we have been discussing here today, um, dealing with Juneteenth and or uh, Juneteenth Independence Day or Emancipation Day. um, One of the things, as I said earlier, that there is no true freedom unless it is freedom in Christ. Um, And so earlier when I did the... Uh, my daily perspective, I made sure um, that I obeyed the Lord in, as far as rendering uh, the verse that he wanted me to begin with, which was um, in John 8, the 36th verse, uh, where, uh, where Christ makes this statement, which is, in my personal opinion, a perfect and wonderful statement uh, of victory. Uh, he says, if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And these words are so powerful and encouraging um, that I want to issue a uh, for those of you who have accepted and received Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. I want to give you a big congratulations um, as well as to welcome you to the family of of God and welcome um, to the kingdom of heaven as a citizen of such. And, you know, uh, because that is what makes you free. That is what symbolically um, uh, earmarks your freedom. Um, The day you can recall you um, receiving Christ as your personal savior. That is the beginning of your eternity. A lot of times I hear people always whenever someone passes away always hear them say that they exchange time for eternity. But let me just go ahead and inject this here, that when we receive Christ as our savior, that is really when we exchange time for eternity because our eternity does not begin when this life is over. It begins the moment we confess Christ as our savior. The moment that we are reconciled back to God is when we step into the realm of righteousness, also known as eternity. But let me continue with this. Um, Let me ask you this question. Um, Have you ever taken the time to consider what you are freed from? Because, you know, we can say free this or I'm free. Um, I got this for free, Uh, you know, whatever it is. We, we hear about Independence Day, July 4th. We hear now about Juneteenth, uh, June 19th. Um, and all of it is centered around freedom. All of it is centered around liberation. Uh, all of it is centered around uh, coming out of bondage. Um, but have you ever considered and asked yourself when you receive Christ exactly what 
are you free from? If we look at the Greek word, the Greek word for uh, uh, that is translated into free um, has dual meanings. It, it One definition is to liberate and the other definition means to be exempt from liability. Um, and that means that when you read this verse with that understanding, uh, you can read it as um, and as far as John 836, you can read it um, uh, uh, as the son uh, liberates or exempts from liability. Um, whoever accepts him as that um, really will experience liberation um, and will really experience being exempted from uh, uh, liability because of this definition. Um, when we consider it in its full context, um, there are several things I want us to begin to consider. And one of which uh, is that, um, that there are things that Christ has freed us from. And as I've been led to share with young people that have been coming to the Lord uh, lately as, as we've been ministering, uh, wherever we go, one thing I explain salvation as it's more than what you've been freed from, but yet it's more what you have been freed to. And so while we look at both sides of uh, the proverbial coin called faith, um, uh, and both are critical to living um, the abundant life that Christ has established for us to have, um, we'll start here. What has Christ freed you from? Um, uh, the, the bondage uh, of your sin, of the bondage of sin, uh, that which held you in captivity. Because for, uh, for someone to be liberated from something, it must first have to be, you know, they must first have to acknowledge that they are bound, they are imprisoned, if you will. And, and the very definition of a captive is one who is confined. And so if you feel like that at one point of time you were confined in a certain area, but then after you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, uh, as your personal Lord and Savior, then um, that confinement went away, that confinement uh, was abolished, that confinement vanished. Um, you know, you have identified an area that Christ freed you from. Glory to God. Um, and, and guess what? That's exactly, that is exactly where we are today. You and I, we were prisoners of sin. We were held under bondage, the bondage of sin. We were held in confinement. We were uh, held as captives um, by the impulses of our flesh. We were bound by the instincts of sin, of our of our sin nature. Um, and, and before Christ, before we received him as our personal Lord and Savior, before we uh, received salvation, we had no power to overcome even the very influence of sin concerning our flesh. Sin was our ruler and it indeed held you and I in captivity. Now, the thing about it that I love is that um, when as we live for Christ, um, the thing we have to remember is that it this doesn't mean um, that you are living a wild lifestyle. Living in sin does not uh, uh, equate uh, 
um, being the most <laughs> rambunctious, wild individual on the face of the planet, though it could, <laughs> let's not get it twisted, though it could mean that, but it simply means that the primary authority in your life was the sin nature. Um, uh, uh, it literally means that that was uh, in control. Um, and and in, I believe it's Romans chapter 6, uh, the Apostle Paul uh, refers to sin as a master or controller. However, when you are born again, something beautiful happens. Glory to God. Uh, when we receive Christ, God gave us a new nature. And more importantly, he filled us with his Holy Spirit. And that means we now in us no longer, we are no longer under control of the sin nature that we were born in. We have been set free. In 2 Corinthians 3.17, the Apostle Paul, he sums it up beautifully. He says, now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is freedom. There is exemption from liability. Because the Holy Spirit, which lives in you and I as the believer, he gives us that freedom. Uh, not only um, when, we're, when we are made free, we are freed from sin, but this is what we're free to. And I said it a moment ago, uh, uh, we are freed to eternity. Because the pen, because of the penalty of sin, if you read Romans chapter uh, uh, six, around the 23rd verse, the word of the Lord will say um, something to the extent that the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life and that eternal life is in Christ Jesus. We're saved from sin, but we are saved to eternity. Glory to God. And so let, let, let's just be honest. Let, let, let's just be honest. Before we accepted Christ as our personal savior, you and I had an eternal death sentence. That's right. It was an eternal death sentence. Uh, we were literally walking on death row each and every day. A death row that, that would, would have ended us in total torment, turmoil, uh, 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 torture, where the word of the Lord says that we would be cast into outer darkness, where there would be uh, 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 weeping and gnashing of teeth because of not receiving him as Lord. And although we may not have understood that, and although we may not have fully grasped uh, uh, the paramount importance of receiving Christ, uh, we didn't understand or grasp a hold of the, the, the plan of God, how important it was for God to do what he did. Uh, uh, we had it within ourselves. We knew that something w was not right. We knew that we needed God. And unfortunately today, many people still don't understand. That, uh, unfortunately today, there are many people who are trying to explain sin away. They're trying to explain the devil away. They're trying to explain uh, the bondages that they have away in a sense to where they have no accountability whatsoever. But when Christ comes, he, 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 his love positions us to take a hold on to the reality of his truth. And again, if the son shall make you free, you will be free indeed. True deliverance 
I've always taught that true deliverance is when you have dominion and authority over what used to have dominion and authority over you. And if there are areas in your life that there is something that is there is something that still has dominion and authority over you, I urge you, I, I I beg you right now to cry out, call out, call out to the Lord in faith, believing that He will not only just come through, but He'll come through in a in a real way, in a manifested way that you will receive of His power, you will receive of His glory, you will receive of His presence. And the Word of the Lord says that in the presence of the Lord there is the fullness of joy. Also, that joy is brought about because you've been made free. Glory to God. Thankfully, uh, today, you and I can rejoice uh, as receiving as having receiving Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, uh, because we no longer have to pay the penalty for our sins. The guilt and the shame that that was associated with uh, our sin or the sin nature, our former nature. Uh, 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 it's all been taken away. Um, we all have done some things that um, we were ashamed of. And I'm saying were because when Christ frees you, you're not supposed to hold on to the shame of the things that's done as if you're still that person. You've been made a new creature in Christ. And so when you hold on to the shame of the things of the past, what you're doing is that you are literally saying that I am the same person. But if you have been made a new creature in Christ, there is no reason for you to hold on to the shame that's associated to a person who no longer exists. One of the biggest weapons of the enemy is really encouraging you to look back at those shameful moments in your life, to look back at those shameful events. Um, uh, uh, and when you do that, you will get overwhelmed. You will be you will be overwhelmed by shame. You'll be overwhelmed by guilt and you'll be overwhelmed by con- condemnation. And, and the word of the Lord, Christ said, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And when, when we live in, a lifestyle full of shame and condemnation and guilt. It literally strips our joy. It robs us of our peace and it will literally destroy your vitality. In other words, you won't even have the energy to get out of the bed because you're so ridden with guilt. You're so ridden with condemnation. You're so ridden, uh, uh, riddled uh, uh, with, with the very uh, things that pertain to a dead individual. Yet the good news for us is that we have been set free in Christ. When you sincerely repent, God will forgive you. When you sincerely repented, God forgave you. And so for those of you who have repented, God moved that sin far from you as far as the east is from the west. He doesn't even remember it anymore. So every time you abide in condemnation and you start speaking to God about the condemnation, about the thing that you did, that you did, he doesn't remember it anymore. He removes it so far from you. In fact, when you repent and cry out to God and you receive salvation, you get saved. He covers you in his blood. Christ covers you in his blood, in righteousness. And when God the Father looks at you and I, all he sees is the blood. That's all he sees. 
So it is important that you and I understand that since Christ has made us free, since he has freed us and he has set us free uh, uh, from sin, he has literally set the stage for you and I to live in a manner that will ultimately give glory and honor to his name. You now, my brothers and sisters, you now have the freedom to live at God's fullest capacity for your life. One of the reasons why it is so important to understand that you are free from bondage and you're free from guilt and you're free from the penalty of sin is because this now will increase your capacity of love. It will now increase glory to God, your capacity for joy. It will now experience your increase your capacity to experience the abundant life that Christ has established the finished works of Christ. And so when we talk about freedom, when we talk about Juneteenth, when we talk about uh, Independence Day, when we talk about freedoms in this country, hear this. If it does not come at the cost of the blood that was shed, it's not a freedom worth mentioning. What's the use of fighting for freedoms? When the freedoms that some people are fighting for are damnable freedoms. They are abominable freedoms. They are freedoms in which they want to have a license to offend God. So if you remember in the garden when Adam and Eve sinned, the first thing they did when they heard the voice of God walking in the garden, they hid from him. Meaning at that moment, their capacity for relationship was hindered by fear, by guilt, shame. And guess what? When we sin today, when we, if we miss the mark today, that same mentality exists. And so when Jesus comes and when he comes to set us free, you don't have to hide anymore. If, if, if there is something in you that's holding you back, if there's something in you that you know is not of God, he is able, he is well able, Christ is well able to not just free you, but to love you through it. Whether it's a sickness, he's a healer. Whether it's like I said a moment ago, there are people in this in this country right now who are fighting for the rights, for the legal right to, to break the law of God. God loves all of us. He loves he, he loves all of humanity. But every sin he does hate. Let's not let's not get close-minded about that. Every sin God hates. The Lord God hates sin. And where sin abides, he's not. That's why it's so important for you and I to understand and realize that if we are sinful, full of sin, we can never be in the presence of Almighty God and live That's why we have the freedom to serve. We have the we have we have the freedom uh, 
in this country. We have we have freedoms to we say we have freedoms to worship, but if someone wants to worship something that is against our God, there really isn't supposed to be a compromise there. We're supposed to be vigilant. We're supposed to be violently offended. And when I say violently offended, I don't mean you go off and start hauling off and hitting people and, and fighting. No, but I mean violently offended to the point that we let it be known this is not acceptable. Too many times I always hear this country was founded on godly principles. I cannot tell it because it will if it was founded on godly principles, there would not be so many ungodly laws passed in this country. One of which is the law of slavery. So if you ask anyone of color uh, as to why Juneteenth is important, it's because the ungodly law of slavery was abolished. And those that tried to hide it from them were exposed. And even today, there are a lot of people, I'm not going to say a lot of people, there are some people that are in disagreement with even acknowledging Juneteenth. There are people that are, they are not in agreement with acknowledging anything of of the past. And now one thing I will say, and I said this um, the other week in our uh, Thursday night refresh at at our church, um, and I made the statement that um, let's not get, let's not go down the rabbit hole into thinking that inanimate objects hurt us. A Confederate flag cannot hurt you. A Confederate statue cannot hurt you. In fact, the existence of those things is a good thing. And if you ask me why, I'll tell you. And this is what I'll tell you. The existence of those things is good because it it is a focal point on a fixed time in history. And without those focal points concerning the fixed times in our history, without those, it literally invalidates any protest. It invalidates any marches. It invalidates any cries for uh, or cries against injustices. When you walk around demanding that statues and flags be taken down or removed, what you are literally saying is that my validation to feel what I feel is no longer valid. Because without those things representing the past, which is also a part of our past, you erase what is going on now. This is why it is this is this is really why it is it is so it is so critical to understand that when people start talking about uh, being against what some people call critical race theory and all this other stuff, this is really why it is very important that you understand that to erase one thing invalidates something that is important. And so just because you may not know what it is or this, that, and the third, doesn't make it invalid, doesn't make it in, not important to someone else. And so like even, even with that being said, 
someone would say, well, what does all of that have to do with freedom in Christ? And this is my closing point. If Christ made us free, I'm pretty sure he didn't make us free to argue over so minute issues. If we see the truth for what it is and we see the facts for what they are, let's deal with it and move on. But if there's an agenda and if there is a narrative that seeks to uh, uh, um, propagate a lie, all for the sake of control and domination over other people, then we as the believer, as the church, we're supposed to be the main ones to cry out against such things, such practices. Such hypocrisy has been in the, in the church too long. And unless we refocus our attention toward heaven, what we're going to have here is a mess. We're, I believe we should be living on such an accord in, in the spirit of God as the believer that it will cause for the sinner to see the light in us. But often the light cannot be seen because we're doing so much backbiting and, at and attacking because of political issues and political mess that we forget about the very heart of God that is rooted in scripture. John 8, 36, that's the heart of God. That's that's the very heart of God, letting you know that, look, if you're free, you're free indeed. And so when 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 the, and this is how you can identify someone who's not free is when they're so pessimistic, when they're so negative, when uh, when when their view of everything is so toxic. And so if the son has set you free, made you free. Be free indeed. And have an outlook on life. That all things are working together for your good, on your behalf, in your favor. Remember, free literally means, has a dual meaning, meaning liberated as well as absolved from all liability. Glory to God. So when Jesus took our sins upon him and made us free, he became your liability. He became the equivalent atoning sacrifice to make us reconciled with the Father. So just know, yes, he's freed you, from sin but he saved you or freed you to an eternity with him forever thank you for joining me today for today's insight hopefully I've said something that has 
uh, uh, equipped you, empowered you, encouraged you, or even made you mad. That wasn't my intent, but hey, it happens sometimes. Um, thank you for joining me here on the Stay Focused Radio Show. Um, this is Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. Um, we here um, at the Stay Focused Radio Show, it is my job, it is my goal, it is my focus to connect faith with life. And so if what we read in Scripture is not connecting with whatever life that you have, um, uh, you have to take a moment to disconnect from all those other sources and and when I say trust God, I'm not just saying that um, out of habit or just to say something routinely. No, you and I really have to position ourselves to trust God. Um, and so join me next time here on the Stay Focused Radio Show. Again, if you have any um, desire to uh, promote anything on the show uh, for this uh, particular broadcast and uh, uh, podcast, um, just Go ahead and hit us up at 330-FOCUS. Again, that number is 330-FOCUS. God bless you. And until next time, remember that no matter what comes your way, you that have been freed in Christ are free indeed. So be optimistic. God bless.
Thanks for joining us this week on the Stay Focused Radio Show with Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. Make sure to visit our website, www.edmundcbrown.org, where you can subscribe to the show as well as find us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcast, TuneIn, Anchor, FM and iHeartRadio so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on all platforms that you listen to us, or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you like this show you might want to check out the book that started it all entitled, Stay Focused, The Mandate to Manifest Spiritual Maturity Now, by Dr. Edmund C. Brown. Dr. E. C. Brown is available for bookings concerning mentorship, private coaching, or workshop clinician to help you and your staff navigate through today's current climate. Simply contact us at 330-FOCUSED, that's 330-362-8733. Thanks again for joining us and remember to stay focused as we advance the kingdom of heaven, one listener at a time.